Creek. It's Wanderings time, and we have uh, Sandy Washington here, and this is Syl Stemman talking. And it's a pleasure to have Charles Kellogg with us this morning, who is the chair of the Building and Grounds Committee, and we're going to talk about that uh, more toward the end, or the middle or the end of the program. But um, before that, it's, it'd be good to know a little bit more about Charles, who's been here a few years. So let's find out. It's nice to have you here, Charles. Thank you. Where were you born? Saginaw, Michigan. How many years were you there? Well, we were on and off in Saginaw. My my dad worked for the railroad and uh, luckily didn't lose his job during a depression. (laughs) But I I went through probably, uh, and then we moved to Plymouth, Michigan, where I went to high school. Plymouth, uh, but <clears throat> about 20 miles outside of Detroit. And we got married. Uh, well, now tell us who you met there at high I school. Met, <laughs> yeah. Well, I always say she met me oh. <laughs> in high school. We didn't date a lot until uh, maybe the end of the 12th grade. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then a year later, we got married and immediately went into the Army because the Korean War was on and uh, went to uh, Signal School in Fort Monmouth, New Jersey and then went to Germany for about a year and a half in the Signal Corps. Um, Came home and immediately started college at uh, Lawrence Institute of Technology in Detroit. And that took four years um, and graduated with a uh, engineer, electrical engineering degree. And um, I worked for an electrical contractor all during college. So that kind of led me into, you know, uh, working for a manufacturer. And we had um, twin boys the week of my finals. <laughs> that was kind of exciting. Tell us a story. We, we lived in a little apartment, probably not as big as this room. Oh, <laughs> so, luckily, uh, Bonnie's parents lived in the same town, so that's where they went. <laughs> and uh, while well, I looked for a job and, and, and that sort of thing. And then we, uh, the company I worked for uh, uh, got a contract to furnish all of the um, electrical equipment for NORAD in Cheyenne Mountain. So that's really the reason I came to Colorado to oversee that project. The thing about our move to Colorado was uh, our third... I, well, I told you, we had twin boys in, can't remember what year. What year would have that been? I, hmm, how old are they? Well, 58. 58. Okay. So that's when I graduated. So we moved out here in 64, and John was born three days after we moved. That and I didn't know where the hospital was. <laughs> <laughs> and that was, that was pretty exciting. 
about two o'clock in the morning, Bonnie said, we, we need to go to the hospital. Well, I got these six-year-old twins, so I put them in the back seat of the car with some books and found the hospital, Porter Hospital. And uh, I would get arrested for this today, but I parked in front of the hospital because I didn't know what else to do. And I, and I said, now, your mother's sick. <laughs> and that got their attention. And, <laughs> and so yeah, leave her at the hospital. <laughs> I said, now, you guys, you sit here in the car. I'll be back. I don't want you to fight. I got out of the car and locked it. They're <laughs> six years old. Well, they're six. You know, those two little guys, they would have gotten out of the car. Who knows what they'd have done. And, uh, oh, my. So about an hour later, the doctor said, oh, she's not having a baby tonight. And Bonnie said, oh, yes, I am. The guy said, well, why don't you go home? And I thought, well, that's a good idea with those kids. So that's... Uh, and about an hour after I was home, the hospital called, <laughs> and we had another little boy. <laughs> she was right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she she knew. So much for the doctors. <laughs> so and much the, for the doctors. The boys were in good yeah. shape. So that, that was kind of interesting. Um, and I worked for the manufacturer for a while because we got a, another contract uh, for Minuteman missile equipment up in North Dakota, but the the contractor was here in Denver, so uh, that's I I didn't go to North. Well, I did go to North Dakota, but stayed here. And then a few years later, I decided I wanted my own business, so I went into the electrical wholesale business, and that's what I did the rest of my. Time. Somewhere in my notes, I have something that you retired three times. Yeah. From. Well, the original business, I, I had grown it to the point where I was doing a lot of traveling, and so I sold out of that. Went to work for another wholesaler here in Denver. Uh, as a partner and that didn't work out too well and so I retired from that and then I went to work for a bunch of guys out of Texas who had a, a we always call them stores here in Denver and uh, temporarily I said well why don't you work for us till we can find a manager I said I'd do that uh, eight years later, I was still working for him. <laughs> I was having it. It was fun. I, I always enjoyed it. So finally, uh, and I hate to say this, they sold out to a French company, and that ended it for me because uh, they thought they knew more about running the business than I did. <laughs> so I left that, and... Uh, so it was retirement number three. Is that when you started your own company? No, no, that, that was the end of my... End of oh, oh, I did some consulting work after oh, wow. that, but yeah. that was on my own terms. Right. 
And the highlight of all of these different careers, which was your brightest point? Well, running my own business, uh, I, I enjoyed the customers, but I enjoyed uh, working with the, my employees. And, uh, and watching it grow, watch, watching, watching it your grow. business grow. Yeah, mm -hmm. and that was fun. I enjoyed that. Um, and not so much traveling. Well, that, that kind of got, and that's ironic because a few years after, <coughs> well, not, not too many years ago, I, my only regret is that once I retired the first time, I stayed retired because Bonnie and I love to travel. And we c could have done more of that. But that never worked out. And you came to Holly Creek? Four years ago. Four years ago. Um, we lived in, we had downsized from our house over in Cherry Knolls um, 20, well now it's over 20 years ago, um, and bought a condo in the tech center. And of course, then I got immediately involved. The condo was 65, six story or nine story building, 65 units. And I ran the HOA for 12 years. And I enjoyed doing it. Um, you know, it, it <laughs> taking care of the infrastructure of the condominium. I think that was a good um, prelude oh, yeah. to doing what you're doing here yeah. in Holly Creek right so now. The difference was there, I could not only make the decision, but I could execute it. Here I can find out things that need to be done, but I don't have any, <laughs> any means to to carry it out. <laughs> I have to go to Michelle or, you know. Uh, so you don't have any power at all in your committee? No power. You know, have to go to Michelle. <laughs> Just knowledge. <laughs> well, Michelle's great. Oh, she's great to, to uh, work with and yeah. she's, uh, I think she's a real asset to Holly Creek. I think so well, too. Well, I think your step in this process is very important. Because you can hear, you know what's what's in need, yeah, and in that way, you do find a, a solution. Yeah, all we can do in the, in the building and grounds committee bring attention or bring to attention of Michelle and in the past Daniel of things that need to be done. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, every the simple things to more complex things. I mean, things like where the sidewalk is heaved or something and needs to be repaired and uh, to more major things like um, garage door repairs and things like that but um, yeah that, that's the that's the difference and sometimes I just wish I you know could physically go do some of this stuff but but well, anyway. otherwise, Michelle would not know about these things. So right. your eyes, the eyes of all, now how many 
are on that committee? Me. <laughs> <laughs> well, who goes to the meetings? <laughs> we get as many as 20 people who come to the meeting. And that's what I enjoy is. Excuse me, they have lots of ideas and suggestions, don't they? Oh, they all have lots of suggestions. Uh, and yeah, uh, you have to uh, uh, temper your reaction to some of the suggestions. But it's, it's fun. It really is to listen. And are there a lot of volunteers that will say, oh, I'd like to help you with that? No, that's what I'm looking for. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm looking for a couple of people to step up and say, well, I would like to get involved, and then I could work with them. And, and you know, uh, it's a bad thing to say at Holly Creek, but I'm getting old. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and we do have people coming in all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and we got so there's, there's probably some fresh people that would like to get involved in this that sort of thing. And, uh, you know, it's, it's amazing the people I know here and the talent that so many people have. And that's for sure. And the experiences and... Uh, so sometimes I feel people. a little inadequate because there's probably people sitting there in our meeting that maybe know more about the stuff than I do. I know a lot of things about building and having been in construction my whole sure. career. But uh, Well, why don't they step up to help you? There are all <laughs> these different interests. Well, we put a plea out. <laughs> <laughs> well, Michelle is always at your meeting? Yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> and, and Daniel, and whoever takes Daniel's place, they will be there. And I think probably well, our next meeting is two weeks from new. Um, Matthew, I think is his mm -hmm. name, supervisor that they hired. Uh, I would hope that he would come to the meeting, mm -hmm. and, and until they get a replacement for Daniel. And it has been a big help uh, to have someone taking notes for you at the meeting. Oh, I have a good note taker, finally. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was going to uh, say. Yeah, <laughs> we agree. Nancy uh, um, Miller. Miller. And, uh, but I didn't, when I first started, um, I would try to put some notes down out of what I kept in my head, but, you know, that doesn't work. So there was nothing to look back on as previous work? Yeah, well, or? you know, I learned years ago you can't run a meeting and take notes. No, not yeah. It not work. be impossible, yeah. <laughs> doesn't work. Well, you're lucky to have Nancy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you have an agenda? Every I make up an agenda uh, the week before we have our meeting, and it's usually just stuff that, well, I always title it Open Discussions, but I'll put a few bullet points down uh, to get the thing going and, and to have try to keep a little order to the meeting. Um, Is that hard? Eh, no. <laughs> you know, there's some people that uh, have a lot to say. <laughs> <laughs> but, That's a nice way to put it. <laughs> 
But that's what I like. I like that. I know. I mean, I, I ran my business that way. Mm-hmm. I had to listen. Yeah. To be you know, I always had a lot of input from yeah. my employees. Yeah. Well, you came in this morning with some very specific oh, yeah. areas, and one was the the history and the progress of the garage door. Oh, well, the garage doors, uh, it seemed like Vortex over here, that's garage repair, all the time. And I had experience with that company at the condo, and uh, they're not very good. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. I won't, I won't say their name. And... Uh, so I suggested to Michelle that we look into what I call rubber doors. Uh, and there's a couple of companies that make them. And if, if they get hit, they pop out. And you can put them back together. They're very fast, up and down. And uh, I installed them at the condo and probably never had a service call for three or four years so so she's looking into she's put some money in her budget i think to do that this next year so and then the opening and closing of the doors which anybody that parks in the garage knows the inconvenience of of uh Putting your window down, hopefully keeping your foot on the brake, <laughs> and reaching out with your little fob. Um, so what's going to happen after the first of year, uh, Nora has purchased uh, garage door openers for everybody that has a car down there. So you'll drive up and you can just, I call them clickers. Yeah. We all had them. In our garages when we had houses, sure. you know, sure. and open the door. Um, so hopefully that'll get done after the first of the year. Um, I'm so glad you had that experience of the condos with the rubber doors. They're expensive to buy. I'm sure. They're, they're, they're really good. They really work fine. Another area then is called Willow Creek, and tell us where that is and what's happening with Willow Creek right now. Well, right now they're out there cutting trees. And wh- where is there? To people that have moved in recently may not know where this area is. Okay, Willow Creek is the ditch, if you will, that runs along Holly and is part of Holly Creek's property. Our property line runs to the curb on Holly Street. Oh, really? Yeah. And it was always Holly Creek's idea or uh, understanding that since that was on our property, we had to take care of it. Well, through the efforts of more than one person, we found out that the responsibility for drainage belongs to a group called South Metro Water District something. I can't. Re- I can never remember the name of it. 
And finally, they said, yeah, that's our responsibility, and we will budget money to clean it up. We thought it was going to be done last spring. They didn't want to do it because the birds were nesting, and so we thought it would be next year, and here about a week ago, they started. So it's taking place. <laughs> They're busy. I think it's a bigger project than they anticipated. Because they originally said, oh, we'll take out the Russian olives. Because Russian olives are banned in the state of Colorado. Hmm. So you can't plant them. They're illegal, aren't they? Yeah, they're illegal. And so, uh, but I've observed what they're doing. They're taking everything out. And I think when they're done, it'll look more like Little Dry Creek over here, if you ever walked along there. And they'll probably have the project done in another couple of weeks. Well, that'd be good. They're really working out there. So, uh, that's... One thing, one thing that bothers me in that area is a light. There should be a light there. Well... Holly and Forest. Yes. A street light? Street well, light, yeah. I contacted as... Bruce Johnson had contacted uh, the city, and they said there hadn't been any uh, accidents, injury accidents at the intersection of Holly and Forest. And until there was, they weren't going to do anything about it. So I got a hold of a couple different times. I got a hold of the council lady. And said, well, the traffic light uh, was, the, the position of that traffic light was dictated by the, whoever's in charge of bikeways and the paths and such. And I said, no, I, the traffic light should have been at the corner. But it, since it's not, why don't you put a street light there. The last conversation I had with somebody at the city said, well, we're going to do a street light survey of Centennial, and that was supposed to happen this year. Now, whether it's been done or not. Um, and so that, that was some encouragement, I thought, um, that might result in a tra in a street light because that is a hard intersection to that's terrible it's very dark at night oh yeah yeah very much so uh what else did i bring up well something about electric cars uh, oh. <laughs> this is what got me all excited <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well uh about two years ago um I went to Chris, who was our uh, preceded Michelle, and um, I, I asked him if they had a plan here to install charging stations. He said, no. So I said, well, I'll, I would be glad to come up with a plan and get some bids, which I did. and. We've then I got Michelle involved when she came on board, and 
uh, we've got two or three bids and Michelle applied for a couple of grants there's grant money and we got got some I don't know how much from the power company Excel and the state has another grant for installing charging stations so Michelle a week ago said uh, I'm going to I'm going to contact the contractor and get that going. And the plan is, or was, to put two charging stations over by the entrance to, I guess you call it the timbers? Yes. The, suites. the other entrance. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Assistant living. Yeah. And we're going to take uh, two parking spaces and put a station charger there we'll at least have ability to charge cars um, and the people who have the car in the garage can drive out charge the car take their car back uh, or if we have guests that come uh, they would have a place to charge and I think that would that would be a good location it's it's kind of out of the way and people that come over there seem to park for longer periods, I think, because they go visit people in a assisted living mm -hmm. or health care. So uh, that that plan, I, th I think, is going ahead. Michelle will have more to say about that at the Peak View review. Didn't you have a friend say, a friend who's on was to come to Holly Creek. They yes, wanted right. to know if we did have a charging station because yeah, they right. have an electric car. Yeah, I think that marketing should think of that. Well, they do, and I've uh, um, I've talked to them about, uh, you know, continuing to promote putting electric chargers in here because they get a lot of questions, and they've told me that that's one of the one of the first questions that a lot of people are asking, do you have a charging station? Yeah, no. Yeah, so, no. Nowadays, it's in the news all the time. Yeah, and so this is a start. Uh, you know, eventually, another plan would have to be come, come up with, but uh, at least we're getting started. <laughs> it has to begin there. Yeah, that's great. And I think there's some few other things that are happening around about carpeting and things that maybe you have an update well, to give I, us. I understand we're going to do re-carpet in the town center after the first year. And then the Silverton room is going to be um, painted, redecorated, and new carpeting after the first year. Then the projects for the second floors um, are in the budget to redo the hallways. In the first floor, do you know anything about that? They've started, but I don't know if first they're, floor, they're yeah. on, the, on the south. Yeah, first floor south will is all, I mean, that's going to get done. It will. Yep. Well, I feel we're lucky to have you here at Holly Creek with all your, <laughs> all your ideas and 
<laughs> okay, I appreciate your background. it. <laughs> oh, very definitely. It's, it's you have head experience, and you've got a good mm -hmm. eye for that. You've also worked with the ambiance committee a little bit, or you've been on that. Yes, even though I'm I'm colorblind, <laughs> they have me on the committee. So, and I'm red green colorblind. So, I was thinking. That's why we have a lot of blue tint. <laughs> <laughs> well, good choice, Charles. Well, thank you, Charles, for being here with us on Wanderings today, and uh, thank you for all your service, and hope it continues now. Okay. We would thank like you. to keep you here. And that's Wanderings for today. So long. Yeah.